A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're sharing another story of Wisconsin farmers where farming has been in the family name for over 100 and 150 years. We're going to head to Iowa County. I'm joined by Evelyn Esser. So, Evelyn, tell me a bit about your farm. The farm has been in our family for the 150 years. My great-grandfather and his wife and their well, actually, my great-great-grandfather, his wife and their two children immigrated from Germany and came to Highland in 1871. And they first purchased 40 acres, and then in 1873, they purchased another 40 acres for $350, which would be great in today's money, but I'm not sure I'd want to do the work that it would take to earn it. Um, and then in 1892, there was another acres uh, purchased for $1,650, and that was the total of the land that stayed at the 150 acres for the 100, 160 acres for the 150 years. So there was just when um, it was George Andrew Reniger and his wife Barbara that uh, immigrated first, and they had two children, Andrew and Amelia. Uh, when Amelia was of age, whether 16 or 18, she left the farm and she married Anton Reinderman. But Andrew continued, to, uh, my grandfather continued to stay on the farm and worked with his parents. And then in 1867, Andrew purchased uh, Barb's 80 acres. And then when his um, dad died and his mother passed away, it was uh, they, George and, I'm sorry, Andrew, and he was now married to Kate Bohm. And they, um, his mother stayed on the original homestead from the second 40 acres, and then they moved to the recently purchased 80 acres where, where they live. And that's where my husband, Dan, and I live now, is on that, the last 80 acres. My grandfather, Andrew, died in uh, 1914, and... Catherine and him had seven children, Maine, Anne, Barbara, George, my father, Andrew, Rose, and Joseph, and then Kate was pregnant with William. Another child, Catherine, another daughter, had passed away around six years, between six and eight years of age from eating um, wild parsnips. And, uh, well, as the, um, since his, the mother was home alone, she did uh, farm out on halves, but after uh, a few years, um, and my dad, Andrew, being the oldest unmarried son, was called back to help assist his mom in caring for the farm and the younger children. And in eight, 1955, um, he purchased the whole, him and my mother purchased the 160 acres from his mother, brothers, and sisters in 1955. And I can remember... Well, first, I'll give a little background about my family. Um, so there were, George Andrew was the original Reniger that came over. He had a son, Andrew George, and then my father was named Andrew George also. And in 1942, uh, my dad married Leona Gabler, whose family also originated from Germany, and uh, they had five daughters, Beverly, Marilyn, Darlene, myself, and Shirley. 
And uh, so in 1955, when they were making the final payment for the farm, I can remember uh, my father gathered all of us around and he showed us it was either a $500 bill or a $1,000 bill. And that was going to be the last payment on the farm. And then it would be totally theirs. My dad died in 1965. And then the farm was transferred to my mom and us girls. And when he passed away, my mom moved to the village of Highland, and the farm was rented until her death in 1986. And then um, in 1986 or 87 was Dan and I purchased the farm from my sister, so we have it. And we have four children, uh, Samantha Pink, Tony Pink, and then Stephanie and Catherine Astor. We have uh, five grandchildren and three great-grandchildren, actually seven grandchildren. We have a couple that have are in with us now again. Well, that's such a good feeling to have grandkids and great-grandkids, but tell me more about how this farm has been in the family for generations and generations. Yeah, and that's why we wanted to make sure it was listed under the Renniger family farm because it's with just us five girls, there was the Renniger name hasn't continued on in, in Highland. Yeah, so now what is being farmed on the land today? It's actually in the, the CRP program. Uh, it's not active, actively farm, farm no. Uh, we have, the land is uh, about 50, 80 some acres in cropland and just about 80 acres in pasture land. So, you know, we have the pasture land that we run with neighbors and, and then we have the uh, cropland that's in the CRP program. My husband and I both walked, worked off the farm um, in 1976, no, 76, I'm sorry, 1976, when we had all the, the bad ice storms, uh, the uh, farmhouse burnt. I had, uh, I, had pre- I had been married to Larry Pink, and we lived on the farm, and when we separated, then I moved uptown, and he was here on the farm, still renting it, and the house burned wet with that bad ice storm. And then we, uh, there was, he moved a trailer in, and then when my mom died, he moved, and we, after a few years, we built out here, and we've been living out here since ni- 1994, I believe it was, six, 1996. So it's uh, pretty much... I'm 73 now, and all but about 20 years of my life I've spent on this farm. And I was actually born out here. I and my younger sister were both born here on the farm. My two older sisters were born in the hospital. And then my next sister, Darlene, it was, she was born in February, and there was a blizzard going on at the time. So my dad got my mother up to... Highland to his mother's house, and then they've got the midwife there, and she had my sister Darlene at my Grammy's, and it was so much easier than laying in the hospital for 10 days and not moving. My mother was always busy. She worked extremely hard, and so she decided with Shirley and I, the two youngest ones, we would just, she would just stay at home instead of going to the hospital. Awesome. So now, you know, farming has been in your blood, along with this property, what is your favorite part with living there? 
just being in the country, um, it was always a dream of mine to be able to live, you know, after I grew up, to, to be able to, to keep living on the farm. And uh, it has that my biggest dream has come true. And uh, it's not everybody that can say they're living their dream of people have cabins and I, we don't need a cabin because we uh, we're just far enough. We're only five miles three miles from Highland and 12 miles from Dodgeville. So we're kind of out and we have the woods that we look out on, the wildlife, and uh, plus we're close to the roads to get out and such. We don't have to have horses in a sleigh to go when we used to get so much snow that it, it would be drifted over the fences and my dad would have to take the milk up or go get groceries and he'd take the right over the top of the fences to, with the snow to get out on the highway to to get the milk uptown and to get groceries. So a lot of good memories on this farm. Yeah, and I bet you've been living the dream, right? Yes. I went to a one-room schoolhouse. I always teased my kids. I walked up uphill and downhill just uh, both ways to get to school. So we used to put on, have the best part of being in a one-room schoolhouse. There was only like 11, 12 kids and five, half of them were my sisters and I. And every Christmas we got to put on a little play and put up the curtain across the front of the room. And it was just uh, special memories. And listening to the public radio system for our art classes and our music classes, we, uh, everybody in the family, my, uh, we have the four children. My oldest sister has three and my sisters love to come home and our nieces and nephews, our family love to come home. Our friends love to come out and visit because it's just, it's just nice to be out in the country. I bet. Now, what does the future look like? We have our oldest granddaughter and her husband is, are very interested to, um, them purchasing the farm to carry it on in the Renegar name. So, and we're hoping that that will work out for everybody so we can do that. So now your husband, Evelyn, Dan Esser, what is your favorite part about the farm, Dan? I enjoy being out in the country, and I'm just glad that my wife and I were able to purchase the farm and continue on with it, and it's given me a lot of enjoyment. It's been a lot of work because there's been fencing and stuff to have to take care of and that, but uh, it's been a real pleasure being able to be out in the country all. I guess the big reason I like being out in the country so much is because I grew up on a farm too, and uh, you know it's it's been it's just been a real enjoyable life. But you know, as we were growing up, he you know he was raised on the farm, and with we remember uh, you know mowing hay and milking cows in the heat, milking cows in the cold, um, bailing hay, sawing <laughs> out water pipes. Um, it's uh, it's hard work, but, well, I shouldn't say, it. not all of it was hard work. It was physical work. Well, it's satisfying work. Well, congratulations for celebrating 150 years of the Runninger family farm. That was Evelyn and Dan Esser of Iowa County. They are one of the many honorees that have been farming for over 100 and 150 years that were celebrated at the Wisconsin State Fair for the Century and Sesquicentennial Farm and Home Award Program. We have been sharing Wisconsin farmer stories that have been farming for over 100 and 150 years, brought to you courtesy of Compeer Financial. For the Midwest Farm Report, I am Michelle Stangler.